Shit Dad Podcast. G'day dads, welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast where we share real dad stories including the whoops moments because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood. I'm Nick, married with three kids and I'm carrying a decent Christmas coat after a couple of big weeks on the cans. I'm Cam, father of a three year old and an 18 month old and I think I'm more excited about Christmas than my kids. (laughs) (laughs) It is the most wonderful time of the year and a special welcome to our guest for today, Matthew Tutin, a father of one with one on the way. Um, is businessman, fellow podcaster, and how are you going? Thank you for having me on the podcast. Excited. <laughs> Welcome. We um we heard a bit of the uh, what was it what was it called again the the Maddie Tutin podcast with um yeah the ex- conversation yeah experience with Matthew Tutin experience with yeah Matthew yeah I pretty much um started that one more so uh, like fitness industry guests coming on board and then it's sort of like moved towards um sports people and then towards the end it was just sort of a whole bunch of everyone really. yeah. yeah oh it's great to hear a different um a vast difference of stories so yeah, yeah oh, i love 100%. it well uh let's kick it off with a couple of dad jokes what do you got for us cam all right a bit of a long one so okay we're cool buckle we're, in. i like it how we've sort of drifted from short little shitty dad jokes to all these long-winded and <laughs> a few rude ones and yeah it's good let's keep that going and I, I can't say that any of these are ours either. We usually just find them yeah. on the internet. But anyway. <laughs> You've got to claim them though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Three men died on Christmas Eve. Jesus. They were met by St. Peter at the gates of heaven. Uh, in honour of this holy season, he said, you must each possess something that symbolises Christmas to get into heaven. The first man fumbled through his pockets and pulled out a lighter. He flicked it on. This represents a candle, he said. Very well. You may pass through the pearly gate, said St. Peter. The second man reached into his pockets and pulled out a set of keys. They jingled as he shook them and he said, their bells. St. Peter said, you may also enter. The third man started searching desperately through his pockets and finally pulled out a pair of women's panties. St. Peter looked at the man, puzzled, and said, and what do those uh, symbolise? The man replied, these are carols. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's do- that is good. That's good. Oh, it is the season. I've, uh, <laughs> mine's a touch shorter than that, but uh, hopefully you like it. Um, and I've been reading a little little bit about the, the anti-vaxxer thing and the flat earth thing. You sort of go down that rabbit hole and yeah. I figured that flat earthers only have one thing to worry about. Wait. <laughs> Shit, I fucked that up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that flat earthers have to, have to fear is fear itself. Sphere, Sphere. <laughs> flat Earth, nice derp. It's good. I fucked it. <laughs> Butchered it. Um, I suppose you've got one. Oh, I'm actually really bad at jokes. <laughs> Can't be worse than me. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I actually don't really know. I don't really say too many dad jokes. I sort of just say random things when they pop up and then people just look at me like what is going on like what are you doing he's got nothing to sphere (laughs) (laughs) nice um shout out to smashing fibers as well so get those christmas presents all delivered on time don't forget to use the code ship shit free at checkout for free shipping Mm, i got my comfy smashing fibers t-shirt on tonight so (laughs) branded merch feels so good on my skin now uh kick into a bit of bloke stuff what's been happening this week uh, have we heard about the latest Bluey debate? 
No. Yes. Yes. We were talking about this earlier in the Soft week. kids. Yeah. Do your kids I mean, watch Bluey? Blue. Oh, yeah. Oh. She doesn't watch it, but we've got all the stuff. Like, we've got oh, like yeah. water bottles and <laughs> yeah. the bag. And I'm just like, what is going on? Dude, Do once she starts, she won't stop. Oh, it's yeah. Cool. Yeah, she actually likes, um, she's been watching the movie Moana. Yes. Oh, that's we a her, like little little clips of that. Absolutely loves it. Yeah. yeah How old just, is she? Uh, turning two at the beginning of next oh, year. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. The best is yet to come with the, the movies and the Disney. That's <laughs> and, right. And the Princesses. Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> but this Bluey thing really interested me. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, debate around. So, uh, if obviously, if you haven't seen it, um, in the episode, they've got past the parcel at, at a kid's party. And uh, Lucky's dad, who we always uh, like to say was one of our favourite characters, yep. he reckons that the kids are all soft because they keep getting, every time they unwrap a, a layer of the pasta parcel, there's yeah. a gift for them all. Everybody wins. Yeah. Right. So yeah. then yeah. for his... Participation award. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. 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 So then for his kid's birthday, he's like, nah, I'm just going to have one prize and just a really good one. And all the kids obviously lose it. Um, but then <coughs> as the episode goes on, they all kind of realise, hey, there's a really good prize in the middle and maybe I'll get it. So mm. then they, they all start demanding the pasta parcel from Lucky's dad yeah um, but it kind of created a debate around you know our kids these days spoiled and um, what was the word Lucky's dad used squibs squibs <laughs> <laughs> we're raising a bunch of squibs <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah and obviously um, yeah the whole yeah everyone gets a participation prize yeah uh, and a lot of the you know, mummy blogs and things blowing up about it too. Oh, it's great. I reckon it's a great debate because our generation now, we're looking at our kids going, oh, please don't be spoiled. Please don't be spoiled. You try everything you can not to like spoil them rotten. And then, because we weren't. Yeah. And yeah, so, but you see some that really are and it's tough. Which That's way tough. was the uh, argument sort of swinging? Was it more towards like a lot of people being upset with it or uh, people agreeing <laughs> with it? A l- it, a lot of people were actually finding their kids were demand, now demanding the way that Lucky's dad does it. Okay. So, yeah. The good old days. <laughs> so the kids have cottoned on. Um, I think there was a bit of a defence against it. Yeah, oh, everyone should still get the um, should still get the prize though. Um, I'm, I'm not at that stage yet with past the parcel presents though. So no. Can't say right now, but I'm sure I'll be up for a, a bigger prize at the end. I reckon I'm doing when I have to do it next year for for my kids' parties. I'm going to do like the gag gifts, so yeah. just like something real shit, like a balloon or like. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the, just a lollipop, like a shit Coles brand one. <laughs> just like something that's like, hi, oh, I got a gift. Oh, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Keep the momentum of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, my, my weekend was sort of, it was pretty manly really. Like it sounds super lame saying that, but it was super manly, you, you know. Do? Like it was, I'll just explain it as beers, bark and trampolines, right? So here we go. I had like five days on the cans obviously not great for the health felt pretty crook afterwards let's leave it at that <laughs> hence the reason i'm on the zero percent heinekens tonight right so had a lot of beers a lot of parties christmas time we all get on it um well don't know about you maddie but uh I so do yeah like a christmas party though I do. <laughs> you'd always be santa wouldn't you oh to be honest because i only drink a couple of times a year yeah and one of them is a christmas party so it can be um it can be pretty lucy tutti oh, yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's when you want to go to it <laughs> love it um yeah so the bark comes from uh i did a charity barbecue on sunday i was on the on the on the grill flipping eggs and bacon like a champ mm-hmm. and one of the guys said, all right, I'm off the butchers to grab a, a brisket. I was like, hey, that actually sounds pretty good. Can you get me one more? <laughs> he came back with a full bloody, 
of two kilo, I think it was. It was only a smallie, but yeah. Uh, so I got on the on the smoker this, in the afternoon and did a six hour brisket. So just looking at the bark on it, I had a mate actually come around to pick something up, and he's like, "I said, can you just go check the meat for me, see what you reckon, see if I'm on the right track?" Because I'm pretty new to it. And he just taps it and goes. Yeah, some good bark on that, Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Had to go back and Google what bark was, <laughs> make sure I was doing the right thing. Uh, yeah, so that turned out pretty good. And then um, the in-laws got the kids a Vooly trampoline for Christmas, and we were just like, "This, I'm sick of this sitting in the in the guard, um, the garage. Want to put it up?" Yeah. So we spent like two and a half hours putting this frigging thing up. Was it difficult? No, surprisingly easier than the spring ones. Oh yeah. Once I figured out what the um, the spring loader tool was for, I was, Mel was sitting out. Oh, sorry, my wife was sitting in stitches, like watching me try and figure this tool out. I had it like between my legs, hooking over the the uh, the frame, and like it must have taken me about half an hour to go. Oh wait, I know what Google is. So I started, <laughs> had to Google it. But yeah, so beers, bark, and trampolines. Nice. Ultimate Super daddy. blokey. You know what? I had some extra man shit as well. So um, I relocated a hills hoist. Don't know if you ever done any posting or that'd be very difficult. Those things are fucking heavy. It was surprisingly hard. The hardest part was trying to make sure it was straight. So I was like <laughs> trying to figure out how to make it straight, and then I was like, I had nothing there. So I like I had a, a star picket that I was using for the concrete, and I just jammed it in the hole. And I was like, Yep, that looks pretty straight. <laughs> Rip that out and put the. <laughs> so yeah, that was um that was my. Yeah, I got thrown into the deep end there. Yeah, nice, and um, oh, I had some other stuff. I fixed, helped fix a trailer. Um, oh, just in school holidays mode. You know, it's like so you go from all that cool manly shit on the weekend to oh no, it's Monday. My kids aren't going to school, and it's like oh shit, it's school holidays. So yeah, water park, sprinkler, trampoline. Turn it back on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah full dad mode. You feel good after that though, like manly weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I like feel like my my voice is a little bit deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah real I man. felt like that after going to the ashes. I'm like, yeah, few extra, sport. yeah, sports, <laughs> few extra hairs on the chest. <laughs> well, my uh, my little one's not uh, ready for school yet, but uh, so I didn't know when the school holidays were. But today I was driving around because I was doing a few bits and pieces, and I'm the only one doing forty in the school zone. <laughs> I'm like, these people are going to get a ticket if they keep... <laughs> you got mums behind you on the horn going, hurry up, what are you doing? <laughs> now, um, obviously, that's a good segue. We're going to, um, to have a bit of chat to you, Matt. So, um, first and foremost, wanted to, if you can tell us a bit about yourself and your approach to fatherhood. My approach to fatherhood. Um, so, about myself, I am 29. So, um, like the intro said, I've got uh, a little one turning, uh, a girl turning two in Feb next year. She's actually um, born on the 14th, so oh. Valentine's Day, which is pretty cool. And then uh, our next one, Jew, is going to be a girl as well. So we found out um, that it's going to be a girl. The first one we didn't find out. Mm. Um, uh, and then she will be due on the in May. Yeah, in May, So, uh, which is going to be good. But yeah, so about myself... Uh, over 10 years in the fitness industry, um, mainly as a uh, one-on-one trainer throughout that time. But towards the tail end of that, um, I opened up um, a gym, franchise gym called PLC, which I just sold um, about a month ago. So at the moment, I am full-time dad. Wow. Yes. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> of us. <laughs> so full-time dad. So my approach, um, I, I feel my approach is pretty old school. Like I really don't like um, the... Uh, 
participation sort of like feel to things uh, i don't like the um the helping like if you know like my little one is, is doing certain things i just like want her to try and work it out and and sort of figure out and and, and get a little bit frustrated with it and just sort of like just work through things i think now i think nowadays from the people that i chat to and even the people that i've trained over the years who have been parents um all different approaches i think now it's sort of moving more towards what that is which is like help 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 and you know rewarding absolutely everything that they do which the more you reward i feel that it sort of loses its um value yeah. and then the more you want to try and if you're not trying in things then you know who knows what the future is going to look like on that so yeah, yeah yeah i feel i'm pretty old school in that sort of space yeah yeah it's a good yeah. way of looking at it yeah is the message the same uh, yeah, we're actually like pretty pretty good on the same pathway. Like, um, uh, we, our our little one, her name's Zendaya. She um, is she hasn't um, been too much of a difficult child from chatting to other people. Careful like, with she, your jinxing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. She um, no, she's like literally like over the time, like she slept really well. She hasn't been too crazy like i'm sure we're, we're gonna cop it probably with the next one or maybe like <laughs> who knows she, she's been a um, she's been an angel so we haven't had uh too many troubles so far so yeah. I, I feel we've been very very lucky yeah nice and i guess knowing knowing the sex of the second one is all we did the same thing where we was a surprise for the first and then a surprise um you know we found out for the second Make, makes things a little easier as well just kind of knowing a bit of what, what you're up for as well i think so yeah yeah because yeah. with the first one and i'm i'm I don't know if it's the same with you, but I think going through that whole journey and not knowing and on that day, it sort of made that day like really, really special. Yeah. Not to say if we knew it, it wouldn't be special, but yeah, that, that anticipation. But now, because they are the same gender, even it's going to make it so much easier with the stuff that we already have and yeah. we can plan. And yeah, it's, I feel we're going to be set up a, a lot better than, than not knowing if we took that path again. That's right, yeah, yeah. Have the pregnancies been the same? Like, have your same experiences, positive, exactly, negative? Exactly the same. Yeah, so for her, um, she didn't get any morning sickness or anything like that, but really bad reflux. And, yes, and pretty much had that all the way through from the very beginning, all the way through for the first one. Same thing happening for the second one. So she – but apart from that, everything's good. But that's uh, really taken a toll on just all the things that she has to do, especially sleeping. Because yeah. she has to like get herself in a certain position. Because if she doesn't, then yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, but for me, everything's been pretty good. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my job's done. Like, uh, <laughs> I ticked the box at, at the beginning, and I was just like, you know, I'm I'm gonna sit back and just you know ride this one out. <laughs> has it changed the way? Um, has it changed your relationship at all? Do you feel like from pre kids and um, during the first and second? No, I don't think it's really changed, um, like our relationship or or anything like that. Um, I think I, f I feel we work pretty well together. I think the thing that's changed the most, which you sort of like don't really appreciate, is um, not not so much like time itself, but just all the extra things that you have to like think ahead about, and and you make one little error. And, and it can just throw out absolutely everything if you forget one thing. Wipes. Or yeah. Just <laughs> go anywhere without wipes, you're <laughs> fucked. Oh, it's, it's, it's unreal. And, yeah. and even just even just little basic things like, you know, before it'd be like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to go down to the shops, quickly grab something, come back, 
now it, it's a it's a full planned out mm. you know uh, mission objective like you know you got to time everything out and you may as well have like a full report on what needs to go down <laughs> just to just to make it down to the shops to grab something yeah it, it's uh, it's unbelievable yeah, yeah no you mean we're at the point where um going to the shops is like well yeah you can go but you, you have to take one or both so it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of like do not leave me at home with them <laughs> and so then we often fight for, i'll go to the shops no no i will i will <laughs> you're like, all right I'll, i guess i'll take one <laughs> But uh, how much extra time does it add on to? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. So I think that's the biggest thing that's um, been a, a real eye opener. Just the the tiniest little things that you would never even think about. Now it can uh, it can take a huge amount of time, and sometimes it's not even worth doing. Yeah. So you just sort of like structure it in in a completely different way to what you would normally do if you didn't have um if you didn't have kids yeah we we were have, um chatting i was chatting with my wife about it this week um we used to go out so much for breakfast on mm. weekends and just like it was something we enjoyed doing together but now it's the last thing we ever want to do because of just how much of a ordeal it is and a nightmare yeah. just to like you know figure out where to go keep the kids entertained i'm not taking these monsters out in public pretty much <laughs> unless it's got a playground you can lock them in yeah. which some cafes do <laughs> some do it's good yeah um it's most of the time yeah you just oh, bugger it or just do it at home you mm. know that's what they need to tap into more cafes with a locked in area <laughs> Heck yeah. 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 yeah there's your next business idea yeah, mate exactly. <laughs> cage yeah <laughs> what's um so one thing that you could give to dads now just talking about what we've what we've just chatted about now what's one little bit of dad advice you've got as a young dad of almost two you'd saying now like you can't go to the shops or you can't everything else is you look one step ahead what's one bit of advice you give to new dads um from your experience from my experience yeah so i, I think it's going to be different as time goes on because i think the older they get it's obviously going to be a lot more challenging in in those sort of activities and you know errands that you're going down the road to do but i think for me at the moment just having everything um structured out i, I feel like if you if you can like just say for example the wipes if you just only have a handful of wipes and you use those in all different rooms and 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 sort of like going out as well you, you're bound to forget something so just sort of like doubling up on a few different things so there's you know wipes in one room wipes in another room wipes already in a bag just doubling up on things mm. so then that way you can near on never forget anything super it's, organized it's, it's yeah i think it's just being a little bit more organized and so then that way um you're not having to always grab things so yeah. it's like if the bag's already packed always and you sort of like almost doing like a inventory on just the bag itself it rather than take those wipes and use them in different areas or, or nappies or whatever it may be it's like you can constantly restock just that one bit of you know kit or yeah mm. yeah that's good advice actually yeah, yeah. it's good yeah. i like it bit of pre-planning yeah, yeah I, I think so yeah because like you said you forget one thing and then <laughs> depending on what the situation is it can, it can snowballs be, oh yeah it's bad it's bad <laughs> Now um, we, we mentioned before you 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 know you've dabbled a bit in podcasting as well. Um, you, we were keen to just chat about you know what kind of um, set you on that path and obviously how long you did it for and also why um, you know this idea of performance mindset was you know so important to you. Yeah, so I started it. I, I did it for a year and a half. Uh, I did fifty-five um, episodes for it. 
originally I did it for a, a combination of two different things. I, I was doing one-on-one training at the time. So I wanted to do it for uh, extra content to be able to post out there to um, just get more people sort of um, educated because the, the beginning I had a lot of fitness orientated guests on there. And, and like I said, it sort of transitioned to other things, but I wanted to just have another platform to put content out there really good guests coming on board having good conversations around health and fitness to be able to just help as many people as i could in a slightly different space and back then podcasting was you know like constantly getting bigger and bigger and now it's it's just forever growing which is amazing so i i was um yeah it was, it was more more for that uh and then secondary to that um i wanted to be able to network in a um in a win-win situation. So in business and, and all those sort of ventures, the best way to do things is network. You know, you talk to like-minded people, gain gain um, yeah. their best bits, and then you're sharing your best bits so then you can grow together. But the normal networking that's sort of out there at the moment, I feel it's very forced and it's very sort of one-way traffic as well. Like people are there to try and like benefit themselves and you mm. know, I need to get that little bit of whatever where podcasting seems to be a little bit more genuine. So like if you ask a guest to come on board and they say yes, they actually want to be on yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, and, they're, and they're more, uh, I just feel like there's a little bit more caringness to it. And, and then you, you create like, yeah, just a, a good relationship with that person. If they enjoy the experience, they're more than likely going to, you know, talk to the group of people that they know and not necessarily to get onto a podcast, but just to, just to expand your network of people and, mm. and gain all this information. And if you're doing it in a healthy way, pass it out there to people that are going to benefit from it. And it might only just be that one little bit of advice that helps them and, you know, from the health and fitness space for what I was doing it from, it, it could be something that changes their life forever for that um, and steer them in the right pathway. And, and uh, a platform that you guys are doing from like a parenting point of view, man, not only can you help that individual, that parent, but that's going to then transfer into that kid directly. And it could just be that one thing. So I just think podcasts are, uh, are an amazing tool for that. Mm. And who do you think, uh, can you remember was the best guest and why that you interviewed Ooh, anyone that stand out the best guest so i don't really have like a best guest in the sense of like sitting um across from someone but one guest that i did have um he was the a co-founder like founder co-founder of city cave and oh, yes. yeah so um my my sister uh knew of this person like didn't know them but sort of like knew of them and they're like oh this 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 business person that'd be a really cool guest to come on board so i hit him up and he's like oh uh organize the time all that sort of stuff and he's like oh before we do the podcast like let's uh get to know each other a little bit more and i was like oh, okay cool he's like yeah he's like oh if you want because he was in the city he's like come down a little bit earlier we'll do a workout together We'll do a um, a sauna. You can come and do a sauna sesh at, at, at his um, business and stuff like that. And we grabbed a coffee. That whole experience took like three hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like just a lot of time. Oh, <laughs> training, coffee, yeah. doing all all those little bits and pieces. And then we jumped into the the podcast from there. So we'd obviously spoken for ages beforehand, yeah. and um, that was just a really cool experience because that had never happened with any other mm. guest. It was more just like, oh yeah, cool sit down have a bit of a chat beforehand and like just like the normal sort of thing but that sort of took it into uh, a different sort of space and one thing that made that podcast really good 
was that we knew so much about one another before getting into that podcast it yeah. was uh it sort of broke down what what i found challenging talking to someone uh 100% new to podcast itself but then also meeting them for the first time jumping into it straight away you got to have that that sort of um that connection and and uh like letting down the guards yeah. uh, like mm. really get to some good stuff but that straight away from the the get go was um, in the podcast was was really good. Awesome. I haven't heard that one. I'm gonna have to listen to that now. Yeah, yeah. His name's Jeremy. <laughs> okay, Jeremy cool. Dunn. Jeremy, yeah. Yeah. I've done the I've done the city cave float, and my wife literally just said it last week. She's bought a uh, bought a few uh, to do when she needs a little bit of time out. So she really oh, enjoys yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, they're amazing. Like I, you know, after that, I it was um, it was good. Like I coming back to north lakes they opened one up in north lakes and we had a, a joint venture with them yeah, and just around the corner it, wasn't it yeah yeah so literally good. same building around the corner it was I, I really rate them um but yeah big shout out to city cave yeah yeah <laughs> millions of followers can they get on get on board with that <laughs> use the word maddie Tutin in there <laughs> um now what we'll get more to the to you as a person and um and now how you're adapting your sort of fitness mentality um and you've got a quite a strong mentality as well how do you adapt that to your parenthood so you've you've told us how you like to raise your kid um kids um but i want to know how you take time for yourself for your own wellness yeah um for me I've been pretty fortunate I feel being in the industry that I am can have that sort of flexibility I think it would be different if I was doing a nine to five job I think that that would be um a lot different so I it's it's a little bit different to to the normal person I reckon but realistically for me because I love training so much no matter what hap- is going to happen, I'll find a way to train, whether it's like at a gym that I'm signed up to, which I currently am, or I've got stuff at home, like just little bits of equipment or whatever it may be. Like even where I live, um, the the walking around where all the different parks are and stuff, just like along the pathways, they've got all the gym equipment that's, you know, yeah. just... I don't know what they call them, but yeah, just the park gym equipment, pull-ups, dips. I'll I'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel that that's, um, that's never going to sort of die away. There is um, little micro challenges there. Um, but realistically, I, I find that if you're in a position where you need to get that training session in and then you physically can't get to the gym, and even sometimes it can be hard to train at home because of whatever reason you know with the little one involving them from what i involve zendaya in my training at home and i've seen other parents do it with their kids at home and i think that's the easiest way to do it because they they jump on board whether they're what like just watching like they're going to want to be a part of it and if they they get in to do little bits and pieces Mm -hmm. um you know just the other day we've got like a little setup um where I'll, i'll sort of pause it there but i'll come back to it like zendaya does swimming and she does gymnastics like the little bits of that so mm. i bought like some gymnastics things for at home that she sort of like climbs up on and and does all that sort of stuff so when i train i'll bring those sort of things oh, nice. yep. so then she can do the little things that she likes to do that she's already sort of learned in the class 
that she does on that weekly basis and then I, I, I can do my thing as mm-hmm. well so she's sort of occupied doing fitness sort of looking what I do sometimes tries to do my thing but you know not old enough to quite <laughs> do that but I, I think just being in that same space rather than um, like giving them like a book to read or like a bit of technology and sort of like pushing them away almost while you do your thing I feel including them will will not only help you do your thing but it's also going to want them to do it in the future yeah. just by watching you yeah. yeah breeds a healthy mindset i love that yeah um is fitness the only thing that you sort of turn to for stress release or um yeah i would say so yeah yeah i think anything that you in, like you truly enjoy mm. is going to de-stress you you know like whether you like watching TV or you like watching sports or whatever it may be, reading a book. I think whatever you regularly do that you look forward to doing, if you're able to do that, that's going to de-stress you. Not not to take away from like anything like uh, meditation or all of those sort of things. Like, cause a lot of times when people are super stressed, they look for things like that to de-stress them. I reckon just whatever you enjoy doing, try and go towards yeah, that yeah. because when you if you truly enjoy doing it you're probably going to like your mind's going to switch off and you're going to be a hundred percent present you're not going to be thinking about the things that do stress you out and whatever that may be hopefully it's healthy um obviously some people take that unhealthy pathway um, when it comes to reducing stress but if you can find things that you love and it's healthy then yeah yeah i heard an awesome quote as well this week um i was listening to the alpha blokes podcast and um they they played a clip and it was a a guy it was like one of those tony robbins sort of guys really motivational and um he said there's things you can't control in life so when you are starting to feel overwhelmed and anxious and depressed and all that sort of thing write a list and the things you can't control cross off that list and then whatever's left over find the easiest most attainable thing at that moment in time and attack it and then just work at it like that and then it'll just take a, a load off you immediately pretty much methodical yeah yeah because that might work for some people might not work but i know i've t- I've taken that away i took that away from that pod and it was awesome the funny thing about that is when you do do that list up most of the things that people stress about are the things that they can't control so even if they got down to the end of that list on things that they could control sometimes there might not even be anything on that list mm. you know so you've just de-stressed yourself purely from eliminating absolutely everything that you can't control that's a good way of looking yeah. at it as well yeah <laughs> i know there's a lot of things i can't control and yeah you, you sort of look at yourself and go oh, all right if i could only do this and you think oh well, i can't do it can't it's do not it. up to me you know yeah. so where to now you're out of the plc game yeah yeah um what are you thinking of doing yeah, full time so, dad. Yeah, full full time dad. I think it's going to be a hundred percent set in. But most of this year, and even tapping into the previous years, business has consumed a lot of my time, a lot of my life, and and sort of um, from a parenting point of view, it's sort of taken a little bit away from that as well. So for me, most of since I've sold the gym, the rest of this year, the plan of attack was just to be as present as I could be at home lead into the Christmas and then sort of make a plan of attack for that new year and sort of see what happens whether I stay in the fitness industry and and keep going down that pathway or 
um, sort of look for a, another another venture either in business or yeah, mm. I'm sort of leaving it into a space where anything could really happen next year. So it's actually really exciting. It's promising. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really exciting because um, I think I think like I'll forever continue helping people whether it's from a business point of view health and fitness wise or not i'm super passionate about it and i love learning about that and, and passing on information so i think that's always going to be there but i think now it's whether or not i sort of transition into learning something different and, and starting a different career um after yeah being in the fitness industry for over 10 years so i don't know exactly what i'll be doing um, but fatherhood is definitely 100% there. So <laughs> yeah, I, might, I might have to, um, might have to, I actually did get a book, uh, which I, I, I could have brought along. It was a book of, um, good, I would say good, but some people say bad dad jokes. I might read that one and, and start practicing and really just, you know, get into the full typical characteristics of, of what a dad is <laughs> well i've got something for you a little bit later and it's uh we're, we're gonna we used to have the dad quiz and we're gonna bring it back now that um we'll, we'll see Let's how your it. size up mate do <laughs> all right guys it's time for the shit dad sports wrap Controversy at the F1 World <laughs> Championship race with Mac, Max, I'll oh, fuck this up, Verstappen coming out on top over Lewis Hamilton. Nailed it. Did you guys see this? I didn't watch it. No, I haven't seen it, no. Formula One? Because remember how I watched a whole 10 laps of Bathurst? <laughs> That's right. I didn't even get to watch one lap of this, so but I did read up on it and it looks pretty interesting the way it finished. So um, was it a bit of an upset win then? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, going off the the news and that. But did you have you looked into it at all? Do you know? Do you want to try and sum it up in in the Cam Sports chat way? Or uh, I reckon the controversy was all around uh, he was cheating. Oh no, I'm just making that up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beauty of the Cam chat. I love it. No, um, so. I was trying to I was trying to understand. I don't watch Formula One. I don't really watch racing at all. So this sort of all the finer details sort of went over my head because I didn't really understand what I was talking about. But um, yeah, so what I got from it was, in a nutshell, Lewis Hamilton was tearing it up in the lead. He was ten laps ahead. Max, is it Max? Yeah, Verstappen. Verstappen. Stappy. I'm going to call him Stappy, okay? So, um, Stappy was a fair way behind and I was just... You're sitting there going, well, it was a bit like Bathurst. They were like 49 seconds behind. Yeah. They came back to win by five seconds. But So, what happened was um, there was a major crash like with a few laps to go and I don't really know the technical side of it. There was talk of red flags and stopping the race and restarting it or safety cars, etc. But um, the controversy was of the safety car that came out it allowed all the cars between uh that hamilton and verstappen had lapped that were sort of in between them at that point of the race allowed safety car allowed them to go past so something to do with verstappen Uh, being closer to hamilton by the um like by the time the safety car got off the track but in that time um there were there was talk because there was talk of the red flag and the race restarting um, Hamilton had stayed out on the track and Verstappen had replaced his tyres with some um, some better tyres. So when it came to the last race, Verstappen had... Oh, sorry, the last lap, Verstappen had the better tyres. Yeah, so he's right. gone over the top. 
that was my understanding and I'd be happily mistaken and if someone knew better but I, def- I definitely don't know better I don't watch racing <laughs> I watch a lot of sport but that's, that's the one the one space I don't watch dead set this this year is the first time I've ever spoken about racing because <laughs> I, I don't care it's fucking cars man <laughs> was there an element of um, Max almost Stephen Bradburying it just getting past a few of the other oh that's a few fun of the way of putting ones. it I like it yeah well, uh, well, he was that far behind. Like he was, uh, he was a fair way behind. So I, I can't imagine Hamilton would have been too happy. But mm. by all accounts, he was a good sport as he usually is. So is, the, is the cheating because the crash was like a fake crash, like someone set that crash up, or is it the fact oh, that they're not could have been. to they're not allowed to go around that safety car? Did they were they meant to stay behind the safety car? Well, that's that's where I didn't. That's where I sort of got lost in the reading because. I think there was a rule that if the race wasn't going to restart, they were going to let the they're supposed to let the lapped vehicles go past. Um, but it's if it's not going to restart, then they stay behind. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I don't know. It's it was one of those things where I was just reading it, going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's, it seems interesting. Like people who are f- is, are really into that sort of stuff, they they know it inside out, yeah. and it's probably screaming at me, going, "You fucking idiot! Shut up! Stop talking!" <laughs> So I've been told multiple so times by people at work there's <laughs> yeah. some really great um, F1 docos on Netflix that apparently once you watch them then you get into it so. oh yeah right apparently yep. oh, worth a try uh, unlucky Lewis so um, <laughs> Ash's first test triumph to Australia uh, with an English batting collapse on day 4 leaving Australia only 21, 20 runs to win so you're a pro on this Cam you can give the whole wrap up on, on the Ashes can't you because we, we went that's we, right you were watching it first hand right. um, the main thing that I remember was um, there was two streakers oh, no <laughs> I thought you were saying <laughs> the Mexican wave <laughs> no um we, we basically spent most of the day try, trying to watch Lyons get his 400th, 400th test yeah. wicket. And he didn't get it. And then he got like the first thing the next day yeah. when we went there. Oh, and, and then so some more filthy. wickets as well. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. a few more after yeah. that too. So, um, yeah, obviously um, it was great being able to watch the Aussies do so well. Mm. Um, next test will be uh, Boxing Day test. Is that right? I think it's Radelaide. Oh, Radelaide, then, then Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it starts in <coughs> two days' time, mm-hmm. Thursday. Yep. Yeah. And what's the predictions for oh, how's that's going to go? I'm going Australia, whitewash, all, yeah. all four. All four. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's going to be interesting, I feel. I'm, I'm a massive creep. This is now... Can, <laughs> now um, we got I'm his not, attention. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know anything about racing, zero, um, yeah. but I know cricket. But it'll be interesting because they're bringing back Broad and Anderson, so two extremely good bowlers are coming back in, and then we're potentially losing Hazelwood mm. and then Warner potentially out as well so our opening uh, batting is going to be tested we got Kawaja coming in uh, they're either doing that or I heard I saw this article that um, Matt Renshaw might be coming back in oh that's bold yeah yeah so um, you know like a, a fairly junior mm. um, opening pair and and uh, Harris who's in there at the moment has got the worst average as a as an opener and Ashes cricket in general. So I think those little changes are going to be pretty fascinating to mm. see how mm. we actually go in the Adelaide test. They got, I feel like Australia's got an, big enough characters in that dressing room to not be too phased by that, by small changes that affect the mentality of the team, I feel. Anyway, I could be wrong and we could get absolutely wiped in the next one, but I think... Um, 
yeah, we've got enough depth in bowling, I think. But it's funny you say that about Anderson and Broad coming in. Um, I was thinking, oh, far out. They're getting old. Like, they can't be this, the players they once were. But they fucking are. Hey, they've held they, that. They really are. And But then you think about Stark and Lyon and Hazelwood. They're all sort of getting on as well. Same, yeah, yeah, so. It's, if you look at uh, Anderson's stats, he actually is getting better each year. So he's getting better as he's getting older, which is just... For a bowler, I think it's um, pretty impressive to yeah. keep, keep getting better. Can't be worse than um, when he bowled the, the wide a couple of years ago to the second slip. Was that Harmison? No, that was, yeah. Can't be worse than Harmison. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. That was ordinary, hey? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was actually going to... I thought of it when, when we were bringing up the, the sports rap stuff. I was like, the only... Worst day to go than the day we went would have been day five when the gab oh. wasn't even open. <laughs> like nothing happened on that day. Like the, even the Barmy Army, the Brisbane Barmies were kept quiet because like England was sort of just chipping away. And I don't, I feel like they didn't want to be too loud and obnoxious in case that they did collapse like they did. But exactly. um, yeah, it was, a, well, it was quieter than other years. Yeah, maybe. it was a good atmosphere. There was some good bogans, some good Mexican waves, a lot yeah. of good mullets. Yeah, good mullets. Yeah. yeah. Some good chance, good, you know, like all the favourites, like Aussie, 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 oi, 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 and you were a wanker, and bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, all those ones. Yeah, Classics. Classic Australian act. I think the real question is, uh, from that streaker talk, is did anyone shoulder charge uh, the streaker? Oh, that was... Like, uh, like Sam Kerr did. Tacular oh, yeah. by Sammy Kerr. Oh, unbelievable. And we were just talking about her on the pod yeah. last week, too. Yeah, we oh, yeah. phenomenal. And then she goes and does that, and I was sitting on sitting watching TV going she could not be any more my favourite player right now <laughs> crazy so good nice alright uh, well speaking of Premier League uh, it's been rocked by COVID with some fears that clubs might miss the busy Christmas fixture schedule well it's just come out um, tonight as we've recorded the podcast that um, the Manchester United Brentford game tomorrow morning will be off oh really rescheduled yep I've heard I've got a sister-in-law in Edinburgh and she says the rumours are flying high over there of another lockdown. Oh, lockdown, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, just in the Premier League clubs, there was 4,000 tests done and only 42 came back positive. And you'd think there's some pretty good numbers, right? That's enough to shut down, I think, three clubs' training grounds wow. during the week. So they're all, the, all three of those clubs have... So Tottenham pulled out of their um, midweek fixture in Europe, so they might be even wiped from that competition altogether because they did it at such short notice. Man United's off against Brentford, and there's another team who's um, rescheduled their fixture as well. But, yeah, so December and January in the Premier League are, like, fixture list is, like, compressed. So there's some weeks where it's like four games in 10 days you know so and it's already and now they're pushing these games into January it's yeah. going to be even worse it's going to be like for longer so you sort of think to yourself player um, like if they're trying to look after the players and not spread COVID like would they rather have the, the players overuse injuries and like player mentality and things like that it's, it's going to take a hit is this because it's Omicron like that's that's what they were. Yeah, they saw. Sort of, I think it's because um, it's because they don't know enough about it. Yeah, yeah. So if it was, is there any articles or like talk in the media about how that affects if they were to shut down that competition financially for the clubs? Like for example, um, with the rugby league here in Australia, mm. for them to shut down could collapse clubs. Yeah. Mm. Clubs could never recover from it. They're talking about the NRL itself might not even be able to continue yeah. with seasons. Is that something that? Uh, is happening in that talk as well yeah well obviously 
the COVID chat's a little bit too complex for a, a few shit dads to to get around, but we'll give it a go anyway. Um, yeah, there's already been a few um, football league clubs, so there's uh, four tier, five tiers in England um, of football league, and a few of the lower clubs have gone into administration um, due to COVID. Yeah, right. I, I can't see it happening to the Premier League championship sort of teams because there's that much money so much coming money. in from advertising and things like that. But obviously, if there's no games on or the competitions um, shut out, it is they are going to be affected by that. So there's going to be that. There isn't going to be that income coming in. So the club won't go into administration, but you can see a lot of staff getting laid off and things mm. like that. So it's going to affect everyone. Crazy. All right, last one. Tui Vasa, is that right? Tui Tui Vasa enters. Bam bam. Oh, I actually saw this. Tui Vasa entered uh, with the Barbie Girl theme tune. And exits with a shoey with a show of absolute shithousery. <laughs> shithousery is the only way you can sum up this bloke. He's just is he an MMA fighter or a boxer? MMA, heavyweight, yeah. heavy, MMA, yeah. uh, heavyweight. Maddie, do you know much about this, I do, this yeah. champion? Can it's, you yeah. throw, it, throw something in the ring for us there? It's actually fascinating because the drink that he did the shoey on is actually the drink that's uh Oh, that's I was going to say, I like your shirt. Yeah. It's, a, oh, yeah. it's a happy dad drink. Um, Full send. Yeah, full send um, from the Nelk boys. They make uh, Happy Dad and they, they're they actually very heavily within the UFC and with Dana White and oh, yeah. uh, a lot of the, the fighters there and he's one of them that mm. is, is friends with them. They, oh, right. Yeah, so... Collaborate a bit. Yeah, so th- this is the second time actually where one of the fellas like the same fella will throw his shoe when he's up on the the um octagon the when he jiggles top. his way over to oh, the, the top of the octavo- octagon crazy yeah do you so, see his celebration he's doing these ones the oh. shaking his titties around it's, it's absolutely hilarious um God, it's, the oh. guy with such a sloppy rig is such an animal and such a good fighter it's just so unfair so he's doing this after he wins <laughs> yeah. after he wins yeah. yeah so it's like you can imagine like being in that that space with everyone watching mm the adrenaline knocking out someone and then going into a crazy dance celebration, (laughs) jumping up to the top. And then on his way out, I think he would have had like three, four drinks from all random people's shoes and it's just (laughs) fucked up. And like uh, drinking good beer from a sweaty shoe, like what the... Yeah. Well, the the shoe is sort of like changed a little little bit. I don't know uh, in Australia, but more so they're trying to like Americanize it because you actually meant to spit in the in the shoe as well like once the alcohol's in it you, ah. s- you spit in it at like the other person oh okay the other person spits in it and then you drink it what a shoe's yeah. not dirty enough yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you get tinea and COVID <laughs> so needless to say he's got his little nickname there he's not only is he Bam Bam he's um, Shoe Vasa is it Shoe Vasa <laughs> Because what I was thinking, as he, because half of it he didn't really drink, it sort of like spilled and just <laughs> went, because it went in the octagon as well. And I'm thinking, imagine being the next person, they, <laughs> like they got to wipe that stuff up because you could, they could get into like a, a wrestle, jujitsu is happening on the side of the cage, and then all of a sudden you're smelling alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh. It'd be like wrestling on a pub, uh, ground of a pub. Yeah. <laughs> I did see online those uh, a reporter asking um, about the Barbie Girl theme song as well. And oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, it's a great, it's a great song. <laughs> like, Fucking tune, bro. They're like, what's the story behind that? And he's, what do you mean? It's a good song. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this guy. Oh, man. He's, I've saw his, um, his win record. He's still unbeaten. Yeah, right. 15 and three, I think it was. Something like that. 
Yeah, he's he's starting to get um he's starting to face a lot of high level competition as well. Like he's built. To be fair, Australia and New Zealand are really starting to make a name for themselves in um, MMA and especially with the UFC. It's it's pretty remarkable. Even just re- like on that same card because I, I watch it every weekend. Actually, I bring little Zendaya in there. Yeah, we, nice. We, we watch it together. So. <laughs> Start them young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She does little punches in the air, but. Um, <laughs> It's uh, one of the fellas, um, I forget his name, but he ended up knocking out in the first round um, uh, a really high-level ex-champion at, uh, for, for someone, who for New Zealand and Australia to be making uh, a big name for themselves in that space is really cool to see because, yep. you know, five years ago, it, it wasn't like that. Sort of the same with boxing now with um, that young Sydney lad getting through as well. Yeah. Um, Cambosis. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. I kind of like his. I saw the Jeff Horn um, Tim Zoo fight and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Tim Zoo from now on, watch a couple of his fights. But now I'm like, Cambosis, like he's on the world stage. I'm going to watch that shit for sure. Yep. It's awesome. 60 bucks well spent on KO. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> <laughs> And that wraps up the shit dad sports wrap. Cam, you're getting better at sports. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I should probably try and understand the names before I read them out. <laughs> I do. En- I do enjoy the fact that you're only reading the headlines as we're recording. So that <laughs> makes for more confusion, and it's a lot. A lot of fun. I like it. So now it's time for a bit of shit dad moment of the week. Ooh. Get excited for this. Um, we have quite a few submissions today. So, you did a um, shout out on social media. So, we've got a few. Yeah. So, um, I did get one. I was, I was talking about the Alpha Blokes podcast before. Those boys are doing doing some cracking things and up in uh, their central Queensland guys. So, mm-hmm. they like a like a few cans and they uh, they talk a lot of shit and it's a, it's a good listen. But um, Tommy from the Alpha Blokes podcast got to us on Instagram and he said, Legends, thought of a funny topic. Is pull my finger then dropping a fart at it? At the perfect time, the finger is being pulled. The greatest dad move of all time. Oh, it's, it's pretty up. Yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's not about the best of all time. It's pretty good. I've been giving it a belting lately, and the young fella thinks I'm some sort of magician. <laughs> it honestly entertains the both of us equally. Uh, and another beauty, I reckon, uh, when a bluey or whatever TV show they're watching finishes and another automatically starts in 10 seconds, you know, the Netflix feature there, he yeah. like, picks up the remote secretly and just presses enter. And he's like, it magically appears. He goes, oh, oh here we go. I think, I think there's another one coming up there. Bang. And he starts it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, think, he's, he says, uh, I pretend to point and conjure up another episode just as it starts. All, all like, it's all about looking like a legend. Nice. I like so, that. Tricking your kids into thinking you're magic. Yeah, that's absolute shit dattery at its finest. <laughs> so thanks for that, Tommy. Nice. Uh, I had a funny one this week. We were s- sitting out on my front deck, my wife and I, enjoying... A- a rare moment of peace the kids were inside playing and you know what it gets like when they're pretty loud and then all of a sudden they go quiet you know something's up um <laughs> we were almost at that stage um but before they went fully quiet um my son walks out and we were kind of we were just there and we're like we're, just, we're chatting away and i'm just like oh yeah how you going um and then he pulls out uh the sharpest knife that I've we had in the kitchen. Oh shit! And he starts stabbing the chair that Jess was sitting in, <laughs> and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Uh, get, she's got a knife, and she's like, "Oh!" Grabs him, and he was holding it. He was actually holding like the the handle and then the blade with the other hand. Holy crap! So she grabbed it off him and looked at his hands, and he was fine. But it was the funniest thing because it was just like out of nowhere. I thought he's holding a toy car. Nuts. No, 
It's a knife. Sharp it's a knife. Fully old butcher knife. Yeah. And then my wife, she's she's on obviously on board with the podcast. She goes, there's some good content. <laughs> Thanks. She put the knife there. Yeah. <laughs> that was planted for Left sure. Left it on the bench. <laughs> awesome. Did you see the one from Corey? No. Friend of the show, Corey. No. So he sent us um, one on Instagram. Um, so as always, bedtime approaches and delay tactics set in. Yep. Number two, who's a girl, flat out refuses to go in the shower first. Then there's an argument with the boy, who's child number one. Not uncommon for either to use the toilet as a delay as well. Both went to the toilet about 10 minutes before shower time, so I thought I was in the clear. Boy, child, was almost done in the shower. Girl, child, all lined up, ready to go. She then asked to go to the toilet. So I plopped her on and told boy, child, to wait in the shower a second. My phone was buzzing, so I went to check what was happening there. There's your problem. Uh, while it was on charge, came back within 30 seconds to see the girl, girl child now squatting in front of the toilet, uh, <laughs> holding onto the toilet for support as she was doing a shit straight onto the tiles. <laughs> I let her snap one off and then put her back into the to- onto the toilet. Thankfully, all on the tiles, so the cleanup wasn't too bad. Oh. Love toilet training. Wow, fair play. That's um, that's shit daddery right there. I enjoy that. Just holding onto the toilet. <laughs> that's some foreign shit. And uh, and our mate Dave sent us one in. Uh, he couldn't be here tonight, unfortunately. Family duties and all that. So being a being a shit dad on on live stream. Um, out shopping and got Isla a baby chino she wanted to be a big girl and walk with it uh, with no lid no lid and holding the spoon she was smashing it with we proceeded to walk to mum and Isla gets so excited to show her um, show her out all the milk and wait oh yeah sorry so, so she's so excited to show her that out comes all the milk and the marshmallows with it. Safe to say, Daddy went from hero to zero in that exact moment. Cheers, Dave. Somehow that's your fault, yeah. fault Dave. I can't see that ever working, to be fair. <laughs> but we've all been there, haven't we? You got a shit dad moment, Matty? Um, I I do have. It's not too hectic, like uh, shit on the um on the tiles, but I uh, it was the other day. I I. I set up the room wife wasn't home it was me and the little one i was like in the lounge room we've got like the gates to lock everything in yeah all sweet made sure that everything was all good she was playing with the toys i'm like you know what i'm just gonna just lay down close my eyes had a little nap woke up you know however long after i'm like looked around the room I said, it's pretty good. And then I turned, had a look at one of the couches and she'd somehow gotten the water bottle and then just soaked, like fully, fully just soaked the whole couch. <laughs> it was just, just an absolute nightmare. I was like, it, it could obviously be a lot worse, but um, I was like, damn it. I thought I'd just <laughs> gotten away with a, with a crime here. I thought I'd get a little nap <laughs> in. Oh, yeah. Cheeky She's nap. Like, She's like, no, nah, I'm going to get you somehow. <laughs> You're cooked, Dad. Yeah. You know what? When people say um, kids are expensive, you, you think like all the things you buy for them, like clothes and wipes and nappies and shit. It's not. It's the shit they damage. Yeah. That's the expensive stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, Ca- uh, couches yeah. and rugs. And <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> Drawing on the walls. Yeah. Paint ain't cheap. <laughs> I, I do have a, a magic, uh, a magic moment though, where I've become a magician. So, yes, which sort of like backfired a little bit because it's just the typical sort of joke. But I think because she's not 
at that sort of older age she just wants you to repeat everything mm. so i thought i was a, a being an awesome dad where we had these like little um you know like the noughts and crosses game we had like the little the little circles and had a few of them had them in my hands and showed them and then you know put them away and then i'd go around and be like oh is it behind your ear and then bring it back <laughs> and just the old, the old standard old, old dad joke see and, i'm not too far off the battery oh, oh yeah and and she thought it was amazing like oh, i you know obviously a magician over here <laughs> and then we had to do that game for half an hour <laughs> <laughs> i was like damn, damn it what damn have it. i done i know it's the worst <laughs> and then that repeated every day that i had to do this <laughs> you're like now i have to learn new tricks i know oh. Oh. so then i i I kept with the magician theme to it and then all of a sudden the whole all of them were gone and they were they weren't behind the ears they were gone forever (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, man I can't find them oh no we've lost them (laughs) (laughs) now Matt um, we we promised the the how daddy quiz I think that's a pretty good segue you're you're pretty dad from that that's good you've not only have you known you fucked up you've fixed it so fair play to you Um, but yeah Cam well um, I reckon we punch into a bit of quizage I've got 10 questions we'll see how you go I think one of the best we had was 12 out of 10 once. 12 out of 10 so, is... is <laughs> so if, if that's possible, we'll see how you go. Is, is the goal to get them correct or wrong? Um, no, just whatever you sort of yeah, have. You, yeah, just be, just be honest. All right. yeah. Yeah. So, do you wear socks with sandals? No. Do you... Oh, I forgot, forgot we had to pause. forgot you need the song. <laughs> uh, do you keep your phone on loud always, including keypad tones? <laughs> Keypad you know the tones. Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you cough to cover up a fart? No. Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't do that? <laughs> no. no, you gotta you gotta let it rip, I reckon. Everyone's gonna know about it. <laughs> Do you give your kid the dad eyes when they're naughty? Oh yeah. Yeah, have to. Nice. Do you say I guess it's free then when the FPOS machine isn't working? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I also do the lights, the lights in the house. It's uh, we, we must be made of money. Oh, it's <laughs> forty nine. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, let's take an extra. <laughs> Three out of six. Um, do you say you can do mine next when you see someone washing their car or mowing their lawn? No, oh, we I don't. <laughs> To be fair, though, my neighbour, um, they get a, a person to come in and, and do the, you know, they're, they're in and out real quick. They're just like, oh, yeah, right. yeah, so. You barely see them. Yeah. Phantom mowing. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden it's done. I'm just like, shit. <laughs> You're like, come on, do mine. Yeah. yeah. You can do mine next. <laughs> All right. Do you enforce the dad tax when you're giving food? Oh, yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Do you use bread to mop up your plate after a roast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, to I, be fair, I, you probably don't eat bread. I don't, I don't, eat, I don't eat bread, but um, if I did, I would. But I still feel the plate has to be completely gone. So you got to lick the plate up. Oh, yeah. Lick it. Yeah, you gotta, I'll, I'll you accept. You got to do something. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't leave food because nah. you know. Yeah. Of course, it's waste. Yeah. <laughs> do you say day for it when the sun's out? I do. Yes. And finally, do you turn the radio down when you're looking for a street number? Ooh. <laughs> or to be fair, I, I haven't um 
I haven't done it in a, an extremely long time because I, I would have done it before being a dad. I would have been. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I need I need that concentration. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. if someone's talking, yeah, everyone shut up. Yeah, everyone shut up. Yeah. That same scenario happens inside the house as well. Like if it's too loud, and the volume has to come down for thinking. Yeah. I've, I've I think I've mentioned this before I, on the pod. I um I've adopted my old, my dad's old habit of muting the TV when the ads are on. Not that we watch a lot of free-to-air TV, but... Oh, it's too loud. They, you know they turn the ads up. <laughs> is that a thing, is it? No, okay. definitely not. <laughs> now, um, Marty, it's been awesome hearing about your story and how, how your outlook on fatherhood, outlook on life, your outlook on fitness. Um, and, yeah, I've taken some things away from it. I'm not sure about Cam, yeah, I'm sure. It's been yeah. great. Thank you for coming on. Really Thank appreciate you. you taking the time to come and have a chat with us. But, yeah, do you have any, um, any lasting words and dad advice that you'd like to shout out? dad advice um i don't know even just things as a fitness person like that can little tips and tricks to sort of get someone taking that first step to chowing away in the dad bod yeah yeah well i think you know when you when you look at people who are into dad bods they're they're sort of like might be better to go for a dad bod. <laughs> there's some belting ones around <laughs> isn't uh, there yeah there's some <laughs> but uh, i think the biggest thing for people that might not have time um, or, or finding like a, a bit of, of a struggle there to get the training in. I think if you want to look at health in terms of longevity and not um, like a physical sort of presence, if you can try not to sit down as much, that's going to help with longevity more than a lot of things. So if you can, you know, even just sort of like coupling in, it doesn't mean you have to go for walks and stuff like that. But if you can try not to sit down, um, throughout the day as much as possible reduce it under the eight hour marker and that's literally if you were to have a stopwatch and every single time driving the car all those little bits and pieces eating going to work and you had a stopwatch and if it went past that eight hour marker if you can try and get it under the eight hours it, it helps a fair bit for overall health and longevity that's awesome nice. yeah, yeah never heard of that yeah. one before that's sweet got the old stand-up desk at home and at work and i yeah. find that's really helpful to like you say just not be sitting all day otherwise um yeah, you get get the train in sitting at the desk mm. you, you'd be surprised at how long can add up yeah massive yeah i'd rather just train i love sitting down <laughs> <laughs> i like lying down <laughs> yeah just give me 40 minutes in the gym i'll sit down the rest of the day <laughs> oh you got cam you got any lasting words mate oh, i'm just get a stand-up desk yeah fair play <laughs> Um, so yeah this uh, please leave us a review wherever you listen uh, or on our socials keep the shit daddery going let us know what you want to hear because we're all ears and follow at shit dad pod on instagram or email us at shit at gmail.com but that is it from us for 2021 uh, so thanks for getting on the shit dad train and supporting us to 23 episodes join us in the new year for more shit daddery so keep sending us in your shit dad moments or for the mums shit parent moments we're all ears we love that stuff and uh, happy holidays from us at the shit dad podcast so until next time don't be a pain keep staying in your lane and playing with your candy cane happy holidays for the kids happy holidays for the kids